Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Oh, glad you're listening again, folks. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett, and this is The Doggy Pod. Yes, we're both glad you're listening. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett's producer. And, uh, yeah, thanks very much. Today, uh, well, later in today's episode, or tonight's episode, depending when you're listening to it, we have a name. We have a name for The Doggy Pod Puppy. It's been decided, but you'll have to wait. That'll be later <laughs> on. We're going to talk about a couple of things. One of them is, what are there drugs that are safe, to uh, human drugs, that are safe to give your dog? You know, like headache tablets and things like that. Dr. Rob will tell us all about that. And also chocolate. Now, some people believe that chocolate should be a food group all on its own. <laughs> Yummy. I mean, it's very tasty and we love it. Most people do love chocolate. And so do our dogs. Yeah, However, we know how bad it is, don't we? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, people try and say, I don't want to eat it all. So they leave it lying around and bad things happen if your dogs get to it. How do you know? Let's talk about that a bit later. Yeah, what are the telltale signs that your dog may have had a bit of a mm. chocolate nibble? Uh, and uh, and our breed of the week we're going to talk about is the Newfoundland. Mm. That's Beautiful. a big dog. Beautiful. But now I normally say what happened in the clinic this week, but I know you had something quite different in the clinic this week that didn't involve a dog, didn't involve a cat, didn't involve an animal with four legs at all. Two legs and two wings. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you being a vet, you need to... Um, Know all about all sorts of animals. Yeah, well, we do, actually. You're very right. And this one was uh, hit by a car, unfortunately. What was that? So it was a long beak Corella, and oh. uh, the people kindly went out straight away. They stopped the car, had a look, and the animal was you know, in trouble on the ground, couldn't fly. So it, was, it wasn't a pet? No, no, it was, no, a, it was a, a wild bird. Right. Um, so they smartly threw, had a towel on the back. They threw that over the bird which is good because it calms them down. It's dark and it's a lot better. Wrapped it in the towel and brought it in. Uh, We virtually did just that. We treated it for shock first. Put uh, a little needle into its bone marrow to get fluids in. And the bird came around, keep it warm. Warmth is king for for animals and especially birds. If they're in shock, just keep them quiet, keep them warm. 
and keep it dark for them. So we did that, mm. and he was, or she, I'm not even sure, <laughs> was awake pretty quick, and then we x-rayed her. And we found a broken uh, wing. Uh, one of the bones in the wing is, is broken. Right. And in fact, it's, it's uh, the bone called, same as our bone, the, our forearm, the one that leaves our shoulders, called the oh. humerus. The humerus is, is right there. The birds have a humerus as well. That was broken. So we've stuck some uh, pins in it. What? So you operated on yep. the wild bird? Yeah, we give it gas. Just We gas them. I prefer that. It's safe. Just oxygen and a, an anaesthetic gas uh, with a little mask on. And then we <laughs> pluck some of the feathers out of the way, literally, mm. and uh, try and sterilise the area. And then uh, cut over the skin, got down to the bone, put some pins in and sewed it all up and on antibiotics now. And hopefully we'll mend well. We do I go a bit further. The wings then are literally, you know, you, we wrap them up, the two wings together behind um, the animal, sort of at the back near the tail, mm-hmm. it gets wrapped onto the body. So it's a, it doesn't move too much. Right, because it wants to fly probably. Oh, absolutely. They'll, they'll yeah. try and get away. And it's not, that's natural, but I just don't want it to move that bone at all because we need the bone to knit. Very important for the bone to knit. And once it does, we'll see whether she can be rehabilitated back in the wild. If not, she'll go to uh, a wildlife sanctuary. She'll go to Zambi Wildlife Sanctuary. Oh, yeah, you do a lot of work yeah. out there. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, she'll stay, you know, he or she will live a, a happy life uh, in a very big aviary where she'll have plenty of room to do whatever she can do. Whether she'll be able to really fly much at all, I just don't know yet. But... Um, but she's happy. She's eating a lot. Well, he's eating. I keep saying she, he. <laughs> That's a very good outcome for a, a bird that was hit by a car. Yeah, very, very good outcome. Yeah. We may send it, if we have to keep the yeah, animal, I guess we should send the feather away for DNA analysis, find out if it's a boy or a girl. Yeah. It's very nice of those people to bring it in. Lovely. A lot lovely, of kind other people. people a lot of kind people out there. there. A lot of kind people. Yeah. Or be hope away for it to die, just you know, on the side of the road, not able to fly and just awaiting an awful, awful outcome mm, for it. Mm. Well done, Rob. Oh, happy to do it. So we've talked in the past about how get headaches and you know those similar ailments that we have as humans and Mm -hmm. i know i've wondered is it you know can you give your dog if it's not looking if it's looking a bit poorly can you give your dog you know a half a panadol headache tablet or you know if it looks looks like it's got an upset tummy can you give it any sort of gastro drugs or Mm -hmm. any human drugs Mm -hmm. uh can you give those to dogs just in smaller amounts Yeah, it's very important to know which ones you can give and which ones you can't. So some you can. If you don't know, don't give it. Yes. That's the bottom line because some of them can be very toxic, very toxic and cause ulcerations of the intestinal tract and bleeding internally. Um, because or, they're or too powerful. Too powerful. Or if you don't know the dose and you give too much, hmm. then you can do the same thing. For some reason... Um, in this country, we didn't like the idea of paracetamol for dogs for a long, long time. And yet, um, paracetamol has been used extensively in other countries. I know in, uh, some of the specialists in America use it quite frequently. 
post-operatively after a big bone surgery, big orthopedic surgery, they, they like to control pain with paracetamol. Um, aspirin too is very useful. Now, both of those, before you use them, the one thing you do need to know is the weight of your dog. And you've oh, got to be able to calculate yeah. the dose. A safe dose for both paracetamol and for aspirin in dogs is 10 milligrams per kilo. There's actually big variations. For example, in aspirin, um, Merrick's handbook on drugs quotes 5 to 40 milligrams per kilogram. And I don't find that 40 a safe recommendation. Mm. And there's a little bit of variation as well for paracetamol, 10 to 15. So 10 is, is the magic number for me. So, so if you thought your dog was in pain mm-hmm. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, it hurt, yeah, hurt let's, itself, let's that take would be Molly. okay to do. Molly's a 10-kilo dog, mm. so she needs 100 milligrams of either one. And don't double up. Don't do... You know, a lot of people these days will use um, Nurofen and Paracetamol right, themselves right. or aspirin and Paracetamol. Don't do that with animals yeah. because you will end up with uh, hemorrhage in the intestinal tract possibly and that can really kill them. Nurofen I don't use. I find that uh, haven't found a safe margin on that mm-hmm. written anywhere at this stage. So I tend not to use isobuprofen in dogs. Okay. Uh, but Panadol and, and so aspirin's par- paracetamol, all right. aspirin, they're fine. Uh, anti-inflammatories, people mm. see the dog limping. You can use aspirin or paracetamol or if you have a drug that's called meloxicam, but it's a much less dose in dogs than it is in humans. So you really want to be careful with, with drugs like meloxicam. Some of the other drugs you wouldn't use, some of the other anti-inflammatories that we use in humans, you would never use in dogs. Right. And as I say, if you're not sure, don't, don't do it. As far as gastrointestinal um, drugs, so if a dog's got diarrhea and you can't get to a vet, mm. yeah, there's nothing wrong with... Um, one of the things that we do use very often is uh, probiotics, and there's one called Procolon, which is like it has kaolin, good old fashioned kaomagma, to you know, bind them up a little bit with mm-hmm. some probiotics. So they're useful. And uh, when I've had people out in the country and they ring up and they can't get to a vet, my dog's got terrible diarrhea, I'll tell them to go to the chemist and get some of the anti diarrheal mixtures and anti diarrheal uh, tablets that mm. we use. If they're vomiting, um, I can send a script to the chemist and the, the chemist will honour that script for Maxilon. Maxilon's used in Stematol. Both those drugs are used to stop vomiting in people. They can be used safely in dogs. And but are they, are they over-the-counter? No, those two you drugs need, are you need, you need a script for. Yeah, but yeah. You know, if you're a long way away, it's easy enough for me, your, you know, your vet, mm. to help you out that way. We often help people out when they're away somewhere they're not too sure they can't find a vet that's open or there's a chemist and there may not even be a vet in the town because veterinarians are becoming a a rare commodity these Mm, days mm. there's less of us (laughs) so especially veterinarians with with their own podcast i mean they're really rare oh there you go (laughs) what idiot would do that so so there are some there are some drugs but but yeah like you said if you're not sure don't don't do it don't do it Now, well, yeah, I don't know if anybody can hear, so I'm just going to be quiet for a second because in our studio here, 
one of the many dogs that's always in here. Oh, no, she was snoring, but she's not. She's anymore. woke up. She's woken up. So you're talking about me? She's just lying there snoring at the Dogs heart, have a sixth sense that <laughs> we don't do. understand. She knew you were talking about her snoring. There you oh, go, Molly. I was going to let everybody hear your snoring. But anyway, um, you know, we're at the, we're, we've passed the festive season now, uh, well and truly. Um, and, of course, that's the time where occasionally your dog's get scraps off the floor and eat things they shouldn't eat. And one of, one of those, of course, is chocolate. So if, if your dog did eat some chocolate, which we all know is bad for him, um, what, what would be the first thing somebody would notice? Usually the chocolate's missing. <laughs> the the uh, bit of uh, aluminium foil wrapper sticking out the uh, <laughs> mouth also. Uh, but the symptoms themselves vary a lot. You know, excess salivation, if it's affecting the dog, vomiting and diarrhea are the most common of the Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it'll be that, that pretty direct. Quick, yeah. yeah. And if it's very bad, if they've, been eating, if they've been pinching chocolate and you don't know about it, they've been doing it for a while because they found the source, mm. then things accumulate inside the dog's body and they can even start seizuring. Wow. So okay. it can, it's really fatal because people get onto it before it gets to those levels, to be honest. Mm. So it's not too bad. But what should you do about it if you see, if you suspect it? The well, first, if you know, if you're like, okay, the chocolate's missing, the dog's yep. got diarrhea or whatever. If you, one of the things I always ask people to do is have charcoal tablets at home for the dogs. Right. If you know the dog's eaten something it shouldn't, throw a whole lot of charcoal tablets down there. How many? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just charcoal. It's what do in, they in do? It. Well, they won't either. You have to you know, force it down there. Yeah, but the what does the charcoal do? It absorbs toxins. Uh-huh. So it, and it absorbs toxins and it's passed out the other side. But better still, if it's in the stomach, it absorbs toxins in the stomach. And if you can get to a vet, the vet will make your dog vomit. And right. bring up whatever's in the stomach. If, you, if your dog's just eaten the chocolate and you've eaten a lot, and you, especially if you throw charcoal down, get to the vet, the vet will make your dog vomit them up. And oh, we had that at Christmas time. A lot of chocolate from this one dog. The lady thought he'd just stolen a little bit, but the evidence right. said otherwise. And she saw it, she said, He's got a lot, hasn't he? I said, yep, he sure has. (laughs) So salivating and diarrhea. Oh, yeah, and vomiting. And vomiting. Yeah, they're they're the big ones, really, that people see. You know, people say, oh, you can get a tachycardia. Well, what's a Increased heart rate. Well, what is his base heart rate? How often do you take his heart rate? There's lots of of other things that we look at, but in truth, vomiting, diarrhea, hyperexcitability, they do get very excited. (laughs) A little sugar hit, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And um, and then if it's very bad, if they've eaten a lot of chocolate, especially if it's been building up for a while, you'll be getting some um, uh, some twitching and even possibly some seizuring. So they're the things that uh, 
can cause real problems when they start seizuring. They've had way too much chocolate and mm. then they have to go into a drip and be flushed out for a while. Okay, but if you can't get to a vet and you don't have charcoal tablets, is there anything you can do? Um, get some corn flour, get some corn flour and uh, some, I mean, if you can, you, you, some people try and make them vomit using just hydrogen peroxide. And yeah, but who you know, who has hydrogen peroxide, peroxide in their house? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gee, I always have it. <laughs> but corn flour, right? What, corn what flour, does that do? Again, trying to absorb things. Um, but corn flour mixed actually with a bit of oil as well and brown rice to push everything through fast. Okay. Trying to push it through faster if you okay. can't get a bit. So brown rice isn't easily digested by dogs and uh, so it bulks it and pushes through through things. The oil helps hypermotility and then away it goes okay and keep that chocolate up on the top shelf not, yep. not yep. on the coffee table afraid not <laughs> all right not long now before we are going to name the doggy pod puppy mm. i know rob's excited to tell us all the name of the dog and uh thank you for people, uh, everybody for, you know, in the comments section of our Instagram for all the really, really interesting names. Some of them absolutely beautiful. Very tough decision for Rob. Anyway, um, our dog breed of the week, or fortnight, is um, a Newfoundland, hmm. which are a big dog, but I don't, you don't see a lot of them around and I don't really know much about them. And I'm assuming they're from Newfoundland? Mm, well, yes, St. John's Island, Newfoundland. That's where they started. I mean, if you want a big dog, you get a golden retriever. If you want a really big <laughs> dog, you get a Newfoundland. They are way bigger than the average bear. They're quite a sizable dog. Because they go back to the Vikings, don't they? That's the story, that the Vikings took them over to Newfoundland and they were a, a pretty mean dog in those days, I guess. If you live with a Viking, you'd have yeah, to be mean yeah, to survive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now they are so gentle... And they're just built to love and hug. They're just an enormous dog. But they've got a big coat too. If you they? if you're thinking about a Newfoundland, there are two things that you've got to be, well, three things you've got to be happy with: a really big dog, oh. and if he sits on you, boy, you're going to know it. Mm -hmm. um, coat, they drop a lot of coat. You know, yeah. They change coats a couple of times a year, and there's a lot of coat, but they're shedding. All the time. So you've got to right. brush them. Okay. Make friends with your hairbrush. Yeah. And then the other thing is saliva. <laughs> yeah, they've got these oh. big heads with big lips and they will be happy to give you a kiss, but they'll also shake that head and the saliva goes everywhere. It's just part of the breed, part of the charm of yes, a, a yeah. Newfoundland. But loving, loving, loving dogs. I've not meant, uh, not met a savage Newfoundland ever. Now, they do look a bit... Passive and uh, dare I say dopey sometimes. Yeah, well, and, and look, um, people might know the the Newfoundland breed, or mightn't even realise that they know the Newfoundland breed. People that watch a movie called Peter Pan, because oh. Nan, the you know, the, the nurse on Peter Pan, was the Newfoundland, and oh. uh, looked after the kids. Just a great big hulk of a dog. And we've seen them in other um, movies as well. They're just very beautiful. They come in different colours. Most of them are black, but they can come in chocolate as well. And then there's a black and white one called the Lancia. 
and uh, all these colours are just doesn't matter, just up to your fancy. Mm, mm, mm. Um, you don't always get to pick. Uh, so black's the most popular in in the puppies that come out, but that's Mother Nature deciding what colours she's going to give us. But if you want a loving dog, yeah, you're hard pressed. Great family dog, and yeah, pretty impressive dog as far as if you want a, yeah. a dog that's. Uh, barks when someone comes they they will let you know when someone's approaching and you'll hear it and so will the person outside mm. it's a real loud bark lovely lovely bark I, I i think they're just a gorgeous dog i was fortunate enough to actually judge them because i judge show dogs sometimes and i um very early in the piece judged a whole lot of them here in sydney in oh, newcastle yeah. and they, were, they were very popular in those days there were a lot of them at the show. Not one of them would I say. I love every one of those dogs. They were just mm. so beautiful nature, just beautiful nature. Never shy, very gregarious dogs, like like people, and uh, just I uh, would a charm to be with. You would need deep pockets to feed when you found them. It's you? a big, big dog, and like, it's going to have a big, have big feed bowl. Yes, yeah. yeah, to keep them in condition. It's going to be a lot of food. It's. You know, it's <laughs> The veterinary works bigger. Everything's bigger. I mean, vaccines yeah. are the same price for a little <laughs> dog or a big dog. But if ever they need something major, like if they get bloat, for example, which they can get, mm. um, and you end up saying, yes, I want to save this dog, and you end up with a special centre, you could spend anywhere between fifteen to $30,000 on mm. a bloat case surgery. Um, right. So, yeah, it, they're enormous dogs, enormous dogs, but beautiful. Not the biggest dog in the dog world. No. And not as tall as an Irish wolfhound, but solid and heavy. And, uh, yeah. And expensive. Expensive. And buy ramps because you're not going to be able to pick them up. If you need to get them in the car if they can't jump in, get them yeah, up a ramp. All right, I'm a little excited because we are about to tell you the name of the doggy pod. Puppy, can I have a drum roll, please? Yes. Now, um, we've had lots of suggestions in our comments uh, on Instagram and Rob has been contacted by people all over the place and the suggestion name suggestions have been coming in thick and fast. But finally, Dr. Rob has decided on the name of the doggy pod puppy so we won't be calling it puppy anymore we will now be calling it oggy 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 doggy and doggy daddy do you remember them they were on um quick draw mcgraw mcgraw show people of my era very old people like me would know quick draw mcgraw and they had these two dogs oggy doggy and doggy daddy and so that's not not why i picked it actually I, i just it appealed to me as a very so this was one of the suggestions, and but, yeah. but 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 why was it? Why why did this whoever suggested it suggest Oggy? Um, they, Do you know, I think they I think they knew what, why I would like that name. It really did. I, I loved all the names that came in, but this one really struck a chord with me and um, how would you melted spell it? me. I guess however you spell the shortening for August, ah. Oggy is the shortening of August. So and his full name is August uh, Zamet. Yes, that's it. Otherwise known as Oggy to his mates. Yes, and why August? Well, it just happened that Strauss, my first dog, was born on the 19th of August, 1967. Ah. And I thought, 
August, of course. Okay, Why there's didn't I a think little of that? link. That's there a nice go. link. Yeah. So, Oggy. Oggy. Okay. Mm. Well, welcome to the Doggy Pod team, Oggy. And as we've been talking about before, we'll be following Oggy's journey from a puppy right through to full training and and a fine young man. Oh, his sure. lessons have already started, of course. And as I said uh, last week, I, I said he was pretty well toilet trained. He's really fully toilet trained. He goes up to the door to let me know. I mean, Already? Well, you've wow. got to also know, like, toilet training is important to know when the dog wants to go and when the dog needs to go. Mm. After a little play, he'll want to do it. After right. he has a big drink of water and has a little play, he'll want to go. After he has a meal and just a little bit of time, he'll want to go. When he wakes up, he wants to go. <laughs> and use those times. Use that knowledge to put the dog out there and stay with the dog. When he goes, use whatever command you want. I just say, be quick, be quick while yes. he's going while he's going to the toilet. And now, I go, be quick, and off he goes to the toilet and goes outside, leave the door open, and he goes out himself already. He's a really good dog. Well, welcome, Oggy, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll wrap this episode up, I think. Uh, Talk to you next week, folks. I think we're all done. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.